0: Hi, I'm Dan Krines from the Leader of Learning Podcast. A proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure to check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one.
1: Coming up in episode 49 of Podcast PD, we discuss 49 different ways to unwind and recharge your educator batteries. Just kidding. 10. 10 ways to unwind and recharge your educator batteries. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development.
2: Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day.
0: Except you will have more fun with Chris Nessie, AJ Bianco, and me, Stacey Lindis. Hey
2: everybody, so we've been talking at the end of the last couple of episodes about celebrating our 50th episode. That's right, Podcast PD episode 50, Is coming up. And if you're listening to me say this right now, it's the next episode. So what we're trying to do is do something very podcasty related for the show. So here's what we want to do. We want to make you part of the show. If you could only listen to one podcast for the rest of your life, not one episode, but only one podcast that you'll currently listen to, what is that podcast? What is it about? And why is this the podcast you'd want to listen to forever? Go to podcastpd.com slash feedback, let us know who you are, what your role in education is, and how people can connect with you, and we look forward to making you part of our 50th episode celebration.
0: Hey everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of Podcast PD. Today, we are going to talk about, as AJ said, 10 ways to unwind and recharge your educator batteries. Here in New Jersey, we have most of us have a few more weeks before spring break, and I can feel my battery starting to drain. So tonight, today, tomorrow morning, my co hosts Chris and AJ are going to talk about what we do to recharge our batteries. Chris and AJ, how are you today?
2: I'm doing pretty good. It's an exciting time here in New Jersey as I think spring has finally sprung, I guess. I mean, the weather's getting warmer. Life is good. I I, I can't complain.
0: Oh, it's daylight more often, too. Like, it's longer. The days are longer.
2: And I got to tell you, while I have adjusted sleep-wise, I feel like before I can blink my eyes, I wake up at 5 a.m., and before I know it, it's 5 p.m., and I don't know where the day went, whether it's Tuesday or Sunday. I feel like I'm just going from 5 to
0: 5. I totally get that. AJ, what's going on with you?
1: Things are wonderful in my neck of the woods, to be honest with you. I mean, I can't be any more wonderful. You guys know what it is. It's springtime, and that means—that's right. It's baseball season. Like, come on now. Like, what, do you, what do you think uh, I was going to say? Stop it. Coaching is underway. You, I am with you. Coaching's underway. The uh, the season for the Yankees has started. I- I'm enjoying it. I mean, I mean, they're not a great start these last three games, but the first couple of days of the season, we're just going to let it let it slide for a little bit.
2: It's okay. As we record this, I am going to the game tomorrow, April 1st, going with my brother. Got some uh, inexpensive seats a couple weeks ago, so we're going to go take in a ball game tomorrow night.
1: Nothing wrong with that.
0: That's awesome. And um, things are going pretty swell over here in Lindisland. Um, I attended an Ed Camp yesterday and another one last week. So I'm getting back in the Ed Camp groove. And. Um, It's an unofficial way to recharge your batteries and kind of refresh the educator um, mindset and kind of start the rest of the school year strong, depending on when your spring break is. Because I do recognize that not everyone's spring break is at the end of April like ours is.
2: You know, obviously teaching at Rutgers, Rutgers just had their spring break for the college students. And this past week, we come back and in each of the classes, they're like, oh, Mr. Nessie, how was your spring break? To which I say, I will let you know the week after April, uh, the, the week after Easter. <laughs> when I take And I, I tell them, I have two day trips planned for my spring break. They're like, oh, wow, where are you going? I'm like, well, Tuesday, I'm coming up here to New Brunswick to teach two <laughs> classes. And Thursday, I'm going to return to teach another class. So those are my two day trips.
0: Oh, You should give them the day off, both, week, both days. No. AJ, when's your spring break?
1: My spring break is the third week of April. The week before the, uh, Easter.
0: Oh, so we don't even have the same spring break.
1: No, neither okay. my son. He's got the week after me as well. All right, let me ask you
2: this, AJ. Okay. So you're off the week before Easter. Mm-hmm. Are you off the Monday after Easter no. and
1: go back on Tuesday? No, sir. Oh, man.
2: No, sir. Mm. No, sir. That's atrocious.
1: That right. stinks. Before you know it, will be June and uh, we're having this conversation a year. So it's all good.
0: It's true. She says, is, is
2: yours the week after Easter?
0: We are the week after. So we have off for, um, we have off that Friday. We already have plans that day to make it our first trip down to Six Flags. And I say down to fl- Six Flags, it's only 10 minutes down the road. So we'll be at Six Flags. Why? And technically uh, from where
2: you live, isn't it in north?
0: Uh, technically from where I live, I turn left out of my driveway and I head east. And then I turn literally right into Great Adventure. I live on the same road that Great Adventure is on. So yeah, it's easy peasy. We, um, it's a tradition, AJ. We go every, every year during spring break, we go with the same group of friends. So it's fantastic. let's get to the meat of the show. So one of the reasons I proposed this topic was because, um, my experiences, the last two ed camps that I've gone to, people have talked about mindfulness meditation and this weekend, one of the, um, sessions on the board was about self-care and for me um it's like a big thing that i have gotten into i would say in the last three four five years um give or take a few and you know i really think that that whole put your oxygen mask on first uh, before you take care of others is really something that we don't do a lot um as parents, we don't do a lot as moms, as dads, but especially as educators. And I think that when you're giving so much to your your students all the time, it is really hard to take a moment, take a breath and um, really kind of take some time for yourself to just relax and chill. And so I thought that with the few weeks that we have going on, or for some people, the few months that they have left in their school year, you know, what are you going to do to make sure that your batteries are charged and that you are ready for what life brings you before the summer gets here?
2: And I would just like to add in that while it's important at this time of year to consider you know, recharging your batteries and how do we make it to the, the finish line that is the end of the school year, the things we're going to talk about and share, these are great for any time of the school year when you feel like you're drained and how you're going to keep going and get to that next checkpoint, I guess, if we want to gamify our profession.
0: it's <laughs> a good way to put it. Checkpoints. One of the things I like to do to kind of unwind and relax and lose myself is to read. And um, careful listeners know that I Listen to almost all of my books. It is a rare treat and almost a burden for me to actually hold a book in my hands um, just because I feel like I'm not doing anything else if I'm holding a book and, and reading, but that there is another gift, right? And just being able to sit down, hold a book and do nothing else. You're not doing laundry. You're not, um, you know, driving to the grocery store or picking up groceries or whatever. You're just sitting and enjoying a book and flipping pages so reading for me is one of those those moments where you just kind of get to chill and really relax and do nothing. And I finished two books this weekend, so I am definitely working on recharging and resetting my batteries.
2: Were these books you got to physically hold, and you got like your book blankie and your little nook, or were these books?
0: Nope, audiobooks, almost exclusively audiobooks. The last book. I started reading Holding, um, was The Crimes of Grindelwald, and I have not finished it yet. And I started that before Christmas. So, yeah.
2: Well, then let me ask you this, because, again, longtime fans and listeners know that you are very much a fan of the Harry Potter world.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What was the last book you read that was not in the Potterverse?
0: Oh, all, most of them. Like, I've read... To date, I've read fourteen books that, like just this this calendar year, that are not Harry Potter related. No, oh,
2: physically held the book.
0: Oh, physically held the book.
2: Now this is funny because I mean, those of you who are listening, Stacy has a shelf one, two, three shelves of books right behind her head each yeah. and every Sunday that we record.
0: Um, oh, okay. So yeah, that's a good. That's perfect. So Christmas Eve, I tried to get to my sixty books for the year. And um, so I read some Christmas books. So I read If You Take a Mouse to the Movies and the, Nightmare, uh, the Night Before Christmas and a couple of other children's books. So children's books, I tend to read. Children's picture books, let me rephrase. Picture books, I tend to read um, by hand because that's one of the only ways that you can do that, at least for me. I guess you could read it on...
2: Children's book and as an audio book kind of defeats the purpose of a children's book.
0: Exactly, with all the pictures and stuff. <laughs> so the graphics are important. Another one that's memorable would be like the book Awkward. Um, but that, again, it's because it's a graphic novel. So those books are not audiobooks. They don't lend themselves well to that that genre.
2: AJ, you, you may have heard of this book. Stacey,
1: your boys are a bit older.
2: AJ, have you ever heard of the book, The Book With No Pictures?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I saw the guy The guy from The Office wrote that.
0: Yeah, B.J. Novak.
1: B.J. Novak, right. I, that, that seems cool. I would love to actually read that because I love it. It's a good book. It's I'd good. love to do sound effects.
0: Yeah. And so the books that I read, um, that I hold and read, I usually read in Barnes & Noble.
2: On their free Wi-Fi?
0: <laughs> no, while I'm holding them in the children's section. One of the last books I purchased and read was The Bullet Journal Method. So I read that earlier. I don't know if I read it at the end of last year or the beginning of this year.
2: Now, do you consider stuff like that an escape based on the, the level to which you've taken journaling and sketchnoting?
0: Oh yeah. For me, that's just like fun. It's like, Oh yeah, I do that. Oh, I can incorporate that. So yeah. At this point, most of my reading is for fun. The only time I don't read for fun is um, when it's for, for school, like assigned reading. And
2: right now it's only one reading.
0: It's only been one book. What's that?
2: I said, I'm sorry. You're still getting assigned reading.
0: Yeah. One of the, one of the perks of the job.
2: True. I will tackle number two on our list. And that is, this is a big one for me because I really enjoy this playing with my own kids as a way to escape or recharge my batteries as an educator. I love my boys. They're old enough where I can really toss them around and people stop saying, Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, so it, it's nice to, uh, to rough and tumble and go out in the backyard and you know kick balls around throw balls hit stuff with sticks hit stuff with bats i feel like i'm raising little warriors to some degree they're always (laughs) wanting to hit and smack stuff (laughs) but uh i I just love that you know at, at the end of a what might be a challenging day in the classroom after a half hour in the car coming home and just Again, I'm not really like a pet person, but when I come home, my kids are so excited to see me. That makes me feel good. And I could be having the worst day or be really tired or want to do nothing but just lay on the couch. I get ramped up when I when I see my boys. <laughs> AJ, do you, um, sorry, Stacey, do you get ramped up when you walk in and your boys are just so excited to see you?
0: My kids are so excited that they're downstairs in the basement playing video games when I get home. It's not the saying same. Saying
2: things like, ma, the Tostinos.
0: <laughs> not even. But yeah, I remember those days, playing trains, whatever, building Legos. How about you, AJ? Your boys are about that age that yeah. Chris's boys are.
1: Yeah, no, I absolutely love – I pick them up from school almost every day. Now that I'm coaching, I kind of miss that. But yeah, I love when my – especially my little guy, I want to pick him up in his classroom. I kind of like sneak up behind him as he's there and he runs up and jumps on me. I love that stuff. so. This stuff is always the best part of my day. So I'm going to veer away from the idea of family and my number three for recharging my batteries is playing golf. A nice solo activity where nobody can bother me and it's quiet <laughs> and, uh, and and you're outside. So I know on my April break and the spring break that's coming up, I'll be hopefully either on a golf course or hitting some balls on the driving range or the case may be. I just like being outside and having that time where I'm alone and I can just think to myself and yell at myself with nobody around.
2: I Go feel golf. the same way every time I hit the miniature golf course as well. <laughs> 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 Little pitch and putt.
1: Hey, look, you want to do pitch and putt, you want to do mini golf, that's fine. But I, I want I want the real deal. I want the experience of being on the nine or 18 hole course. For,
2: for me, and I, and I have yet to find it around me in this area, like I I feel like I'm not old enough to play golf yet. Um,
1: Wow. That's That's terrible.
2: I'm not old enough to play golf and certainly not old enough to drink scotch. Uh, (laughs) um, For me going to the batting cage, that that same athletic outlet, physical activity. uh, I do prefer an outdoor batting cage where there's like, I'm sure you've been to them, AJ, where it's Mm -hmm. like, maybe have like six or seven mm-hmm. and the machine's like shooting out and it's all like ramped up and all netted and caged in one of yep. the outdoor I facilities. Those.
1: I love those. Those are the best. Yeah. I didn't say batting cage because I'm still, I'm still playing a little bit. So golf is my release from the batting cage. <laughs>
0: Thanks. Now AJ, when you play, do you walk or do you use a cart?
1: Depends on where, <laughs> depends on who I'm with. I like to walk. I got myself a little push cart. Cause then I feel, I feel like golf is just like sit down, hit a ball, sit down again, but I'd rather I'd rather walk. So I'm, I'm usually walking.
0: And have you been out yet? Like I've seen some of oh, no, the, uh, there's a golf course right by my school uh, yeah. and I've seen a couple of the older guys out and I'm like, oh, it must be nice to be out in the middle of the day, just hitting some balls.
1: Yeah, not yet. The The courses around here are just starting to open up. So I haven't had a chance yet, but the drive room is open you know, year round.
0: There you go. Have you gone to any hey. place like Top Golf?
1: I, I was just about to. to ask that. I want to, but the closest one to me is is in Edison, and that's like an hour, okay. almost an hour. That's drive. by me. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna
0: say there's one down right. by me in sounds South like Jersey.
1: Sounds like I'm meeting up one day, Chris. See you top golf, buddy.
2: I could oh, Juba. He's he's organized some uh, some outings for some teachers in my building that they go over to the top golf there, and I'm I down. get the impression it's like going to the driving range, but also being at a
1: club. Yeah, it's some. I hear it's, it's a blast. Like that, it's, it's, I heard it's a, it's a lot of fun. I've seen it on TV and whatnot, watching all these golf shows.
0: Number four um, brings back to me, and um, this is go for a run or a walk outside. And I'm going to up the ante just a little bit and encourage people to go um, geocaching. So while I, if I'm going solo, yes, when (laughs) when I go solo, um, or even with my kid, my older son will sometimes say, hey, mom, you want to go for a run? And we'll just go out to a nearby neighborhood and run real quick, a mile or two. He's faster than I am. So sometimes he can can get three in by the time I get two in. Um, But just yesterday's weather was so beautiful. I almost skipped the gym and ran outside instead. Um, But if you can do anything outside, just like looking at the plants, our daffodils are blooming. So it's a good time to just be outside. And geocaching... Uh, if you're not familiar, it's kind of like um, when Pokemon Go was a big thing, and it was like finding these things based on location. Pokemon was all about finding Pokemon and capturing them. But geocaching, you're looking for small hidden canisters that have a log in it. And then you can um, look for that and add your name to the list. So highly recommend geocaching it's something that these my
2: physical things that you have to add your name to,
1: or is this all like, yeah, digital?
0: it's a log it's, it's physical and digital. So um there's, if you go to, I think it's geocaching.com um, you can find some of the coordinates and there's an app for that. Of course um, you can find coordinates for where these things should be. And then it's just a matter of like going on the hunt and being close enough and Sometimes they're huge and sometimes they're as small as like film canisters or um, cigar tubes.
2: Are they buried in the ground or are they just like hanging from trees? They, What's I don't understand.
0: They're kind of camouflage, So um, not buried in the ground. They might be under something, but they're not like buried per se. Does that make sense? So like I've seen a couple of like cigar tubes or film canisters where like they're painted or they have um, – like camouflage duct tape on them so that they blend in a little bit more with the surroundings. And then they might be strung up by wire or something like that. And then you open the canister and there's a physical log for you to write something like to write your name in. And when you, when you found the cache. and then you can also um, put it in digitally on the app. And, um, there's a, there's a really nice trail by our house, um, that I like to go running, walking and, and biking on. And, um, up and down that trail it's called the union transportation trail it's part of the monmouth county park system um what someone has done there is create a um, a separate cache for each of the 50 states and uh i think we got halfway through one summer and so we have the rest of them to do this summer or whenever we get to it again but it's really it's it's kind of neat i think you and the boys chris would have a great time actually you and aj aj you and the boys would have a good time with this too it's just nice. It's a nice way to like be outside, kind of go on a little bit of a hunt. You know, sometimes play in the dirt because sometimes you do have to move things around to find them. It's like hide and seek with something that you're not really sure what it's going to be, huh. and what it looks like. Um, but you have a general sense of what it could be. Like if it's small, then it's the size how of much a thing. fun
2: we would have if me, AJ, and our children got together. Right. All of us.
0: Oh, I'll join you. We should do that this summer.
2: No, we didn't invite you.
0: Oh, whatever. <laughs> My older boys can help your younger boys get through it.
2: Well, now, if I take that plan to the next level, could your boys just take our boys around? and?
0: <laughs> um, What shape do you want your kids to come back in?
2: Roughly the same shape I send them out in.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you know, they can do that. They're good. If Richie's good like that. Robbie, eh. I'm kidding. Robbie's awesome, too. He likes (laughs) little people. No, that's something we could definitely do this summer if you wanted to. Although, even though I wasn't invited.
2: You're invited invited now.
0: Oh, thanks. I invited myself. Yeah, so go for a run. Go for a walk. Spend some some time outside. Look for some geocaches.
2: Neat. So I will take up number five, and that I have written down. Get lost in anything other than education. So we've all read articles or seen people talk about how when you want to be more creative, take a shower, basically. Like, just don't think, and that's when ideas can strike. Sleep with a notebook by your bed, or if you're Stacy, sleep on notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> um, But really, just do anything other than grade, read, listen to education stuff, watch educ just do anything other than your career. Escape into anything else. You know, for me, that could be some of the things we've listed here because nothing we have listed here that we've talked about or will talk about have really anything to do with education. So just the idea of being intentional about stepping away and letting other aspects your interests you know explore other things and distract your mind and focus on something other than your career i think would be some wise advice some things i like to do i like to go out into the garage you guys know i'm diy savvy so i've been doing some little things over the winter here to expand my workshop so i got a new Workbench I'm looking forward to using. I repurposed some stuff even over this weekend to better manage my scrap lumber. So I don't know what projects are in store, but gosh darn it, I'm going to be ready (laughs) with tools that are organized and uh, a place that I can work and call my own.
1: That's good. Escape Escape the reality.
0: Yeah. I like the shower idea. Sometimes a bubble bath will have the same effect.
1: So for number six, I'm going to tackle this one. My escape from reality. Uh, while Chris is building things, I'm going to watch sports, whether on the couch or if I'm going to a game, which usually doesn't happen. It's usually just the couch. And I'm going to sit there and watch sports and enjoy that kind of reality that I can kind of dive into. Where I'm watching right now March Madness or baseball or the playoffs for hockey, whatever the case may be. When April comes around, I'll be loving it up and watching some sports. And that's my thing. I don't know if you can catch my theme here. It's golf and sports. Aaron Judge. Um, line one right down the oh line. Oh my god. Judging blast. Oh. All right.
0: Here comes the judge. I love him. Is hockey still a thing?
1: Yeah, I hockey is still a sport. Yep.
0: No, is it um, still happening right now? Like people at this are a fact- moment.
1: There's a game going on right now. <laughs> yep. Yes.
0: But so it's March. Hockey. Like, shouldn't that be over? Like tomorrow will be April.
1: The playoffs in no, the actually Cup, start, they don't give that
0: out until June.
1: Right, the playoffs start in April. I
0: don't so understand.
1: You have, you have basketball playoffs in April. You have hockey playoffs starting in April.
2: It's the start of the baseball season. The NFL draft is coming in May. That.
1: Nope. Okay.
2: The Masters is
1: in two weeks. The Masters is in two weeks. I can't wait for that. That's sick.
0: All right. Is that golf? Yes, yeah, it's in golf. But there Jeez. are tennis masters as well, right? just tennis? <laughs> I don't know. I would watch Serena Williams play.
2: Kate's into the tennis. So every once in a while, I get stuck watching it. I mean, I get to watch tennis with her.
0: All right. I like, well, I like to
1: watch like Wimbledon and like um, the U.S. Open, the majors.
0: Oh, see, and then there are also opens in golf and tennis too, right? That was more fun. Yep. Why can't they just be different things? Like at least you know the Stanley Cup is hockey and is the a World Series is baseball.
1: Everything's a competition.
0: It should just have its own name. That's my point.
1: All right.
2: Speaking of a competition, who wants to duke it out to the next one on the list?
0: I'll do it. I'll do it. My Zen moments do not come from watching sports. They actually come from meditating. If you're looking for ways that you can meditate in the classroom, I encourage you to go back to episode, I believe it was episode 11. I'm looking now. Sorry. I did not have this queued up. Nope. Episode seven. All right. So if you're looking to meditate in your classroom, I encourage you to go back to episode seven when we talk about what is mindfulness in education with my good friend, Annie Rosenberg. And um, you can learn about meditating with your kids. But um, I highly recommend that you get the Calm app for yourself and maybe for your students. But I use it for myself. And as an educator, you get it for free. And it leads you through some guided meditations. I also listen to podcasts about meditating. So I listen to ten percent happier with um with Dan Harris and he talks about meditating all the time. He does some really awesome interviews. And um yeah, so find some time to meditate. I think it really brings some some zen to my day. You
2: have a new streak going by the way, Stacey.
0: What's my streak?
2: How many consecutive episodes you can mention the 10% Happier podcast? I think we're up to three.
0: Is it? I you might really just have to reach it.
2: out to, to Dan Harrison, just get him to be a guest on the show.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing.
2: I think you also contributed the next one to the list.
0: Oh, I did. I did. All right. So the next one, um, part of my daily routine includes meditating. And another part of my daily routine includes journaling. So every day I... um spend some time in the morning writing my what are called morning pages so if you google morning pages you can find some information about that so it's three pages um in the morning and it's basically um before life gets in the way and it's basically your stream of conscience and um so that's one of the forms of journaling that i do and then another form of journaling that i do is um bullet journaling and I really, really, really like bullet journaling just to kind of organize life, keep me um, balanced in my analog and digital worlds. As Chris pointed out, I sleep on notebooks. Um, so I guess I'm like not the princess and the pea, but the Stacey and the notebook. I don't know. But, um,
2: the princess have- and the pen?
0: Or something like that. I have a lot of notebooks. Um, I do love my pens. People are people who know me well know that I'm very specific and particular about my stationery. And um, one of the reasons is just because I like that kind of stuff. And I write in um, notebooks called field notes. And actually, I will be doing a journaling... Um, workshop for students on my district, on my school's wellness day. So we're having a wellness day right before spring break and, um, with kids. And so I'm super excited to share the art of journaling with them. So I bullet journal, that's my form of journaling, but, um, that in morning pages keeps me writing every day.
2: Very cool. Cool. And, uh, the next thing on the list is all about exercise and working out, which, uh, I'm not going to talk about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I, I I put that one in there. I, I, uh, again, a sports theme for me, I guess in some way, but this is a good one for me. Exercise, working out, whatever the term you like to do it, yoga, you have whatever you do. Um, but this is definitely something where it frees my mind and makes me feel good about myself. And it really is just a nice way to calm the mind and put yourself at ease and not worry about anything else around you. So even if you're not into exercising, working out. If you don't want to go for a run, if you don't want to go for a walk, lift some weights, do a body workout, do some band workouts, whatever the case may be. Do some yoga. Get yourself in a nice place where you can get your blood flowing a little bit and kind of find that new release for you.
0: AJ, where do you work out? Do you work out at home? Do you go to the gym? Do you go outside?
1: Uh, No, usually I I hit up the basement and uh, I have some I have, what are these things called? Power blocks, which are like these dumbbells that you can change the weight and it goes from like 10 to like 70 pounds.
0: Oh, is it like discs or something that you just- kind of like that,
1: yeah. With a pin, yeah. And it pops in and out. So it's it's, it's good. Not not very expensive. And uh, I have a treadmill down there as well. So I use that. I've been looking at like the Peloton thing is expensive, man. My buddy uses that. He's lost like 25 pounds.
0: Yeah, I think the new thing with the Peloton too is like all the different subscriptions that go with it. Like yeah. they think they all of a sudden have workout classes.
1: Mm-hmm. They do so they have that. a whole bunch I, that goes to it.
0: Yeah, but how does that work? Does that? Do you know? Like, pre, is that pre- is that subscription based or do you get that forever?
1: It's subscription ba- based. It is pre recorded. Uh, you can do it live if you wanted to, but they're pre recorded and you can mm-hmm. actually choose what you like. If there's a specific trainer that you like, then you can actually continue with that trainer as they record their their workout of the day. So it's pretty cool.
0: So not only are you paying for the equipment, which is Mm -hmm. the bike, but you're also paying for a subscription to have this person be able to talk to you.
1: But if you don't have the bike and you don't want to do anything else, you can actually just pay for the subscription to do the workouts. If you really wanted to.
0: Oh, that's cool. If I could
2: work on podcast, PD Peloton content.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If I went to the gym, would I be able to use the exercise bikes with a Peloton program or no?
1: Um, I, I got to be honest, I'm not sure. I can only imagine that you could, unless the bike is different, because if there's a different spin bike versus a regular exercise bike, I'm not sure. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Look at me shaking my head like I know what you two are talking about.
0: Oh, yeah, that sounds
2: interesting. Wonderful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it does sound interesting. Um, yeah, we should compete, AJ. We should compete on our Apple Watches.
1: Okay, Once I feel like moving again, yes. Okay. It- no, I know. It's true. I'm competing with my friend right now. So today was our first day of our competition. And my watch says I've only had two minutes of exercise, which I don't understand how that happened with the things I've been doing today, but whatever.
0: That's crazy.
2: Well, clearly it was only two minutes of exercise.
1: I've been going up no. and down the stairs all day long. I don't know how Yeah,
0: sometimes I think it's wrong.
1: Yeah, I don't think well, I'm then I'm
2: sure hand. it tells you you went up and down the stairs many times, but it and did not count will, it as exercise. I
1: will, I will check that out. I will double check that and see how many things of stairs I did. It says I climbed the stairs seven times. Wow. Which is not right. And I've done 10,000 steps and only two, two minutes of exercise. 600 calories. Have, Sorry,
0: anyway. Moving on, 81 minutes of exercise.
1: <laughs> I didn't actually work out today. Today was my Sunday relax day.
0: Oh, I work out every day. Good for you. But I competed with Richie, and he won't compete with me anymore because I beat him. And he was like, I don't ever want to have my mom beat me again at a competition.
1: (laughs) You heard that here, folks? Stacey's beating her kids.
0: Oh, don't say it like that. (laughs) All
1: right, Chris, hit us with number 10.
2: Number 10, the final item on our list. Very simply, my friends, do nothing. Don't do anything. Don't read. Don't write. Don't golf. Don't do anything we just told you. Do nothing for a period of time to recharge. When we want our phones to charge, we plug them in and we put them down. Some people will sit there and they'll plug it in and they'll use it. But most people... You're going to plug it in, and you're going to ignore your phone for some period of time. Maybe not to get it to 100%, but you're going to leave your phone for a few minutes at least. So maybe a few minutes per day or every so often, do nothing. Close your eyes. Stare at the sky. Go on your front porch. Sit in your car. Stare. Do nothing. Don't think. Don't speak. Do nothing. I can't make it any simpler, so I'm going to shut up.
0: So I have a question for you.
2: No, do nothing.
0: No, 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 that's fine. Do you schedule your do nothing time? Like, do you make sure that you have a time in your day when you will legitimately not have anything get in the way?
2: There are times that I can predict when I'm going to need that time. Uh, But sometimes when the moment strikes, the moment strikes. And guess what? I do nothing.
0: So you and I both listen to, I think AJ listens to it too as well. Um, The 5 a.m. miracle when Jeff Sanders talks about how his, he and his wife schedule their free time. And I thought it was such an extreme thing. And then I really thought about it, you know, like, yeah, you can have free time, but like, there are always going to be things that get in the way. So like, if you schedule your free time, like it's like scheduling your workout time or scheduling, an appointment with a friend or, you know, scheduling a doctor's appointment, you always make the, you always make the time for the things that you schedule. But a lot of times we say we don't have time because we don't make time. So I'm just wondering if you would suggest that people schedule or like literally make that time and build that time into their day.
2: I think that scheduling it would be most effective for people who typically can't bring themselves to do nothing and always feel like they have to be doing something and they've got to be productive and, moving or thinking or writing or watching or reading or listening, then yes, be intentional about putting in, to even use Jeff Sanders' a terminology, find that focus block of time and schedule nothing. And I'm not saying it's got to be schedule an hour, but schedule five minutes where you'll do nothing. And then you might find it valuable, and maybe it take 10 minutes, a half hour. And maybe it grows so much that you eventually get to the point where you're just doing nothing all the time and you can thank me.
0: (laughs) I like it. I like a do nothing kind of a day. That's what weekends are built for, right? To do
2: nothing. That's a foreign concept. (laughs) Uh, AJ, when was the last weekend you did nothing?
1: Like an entire weekend? (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you that one. Today I did nothing. Mm -hmm.
2: Do you remember the weekend of your life before you met Jamie, before you met your husband, Doug, before I met Caitlin? That was probably the last weekend I did nothing.
0: Really?
1: Oh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, definitely with kids, there's been weekends where we're just doing nothing, but lately it doesn't seem that way.
0: I think of a pajama weekend as a do-nothing weekend. Like when I legit wake up, I do not get out of my pajamas at all. Those I don't know. What?
2: You say pajamas funny. Pajamas? (laughs) (laughs) I like how that's what you focus on. (laughs) Hey there, Bobble. Got your pajamas? Pajamas. Bananas in pajamas? Jammy jams. So I think we came up with a pretty good list of stuff to do to recharge.
0: Do we want to go through the list again?
2: That's how podcasts are best.
0: All right. So number one, read. Number two, play with your kids.
1: Number three, play some golf.
2: Number four, go for a run or a walk and maybe add
1: geocaching.
0: Number five, get lost in anything other than education.
1: Number six, watch some sports.
2: Number 7 meditate.
0: Number 8 spend some time with a pen and paper, whether you're morning pages or you're writing morning pages or doing some journaling.
1: Number 9 find your time to exercise, work out, do some yoga, anything to get the blood flowing.
2: And if none of that works, try number 10 do, do nothing. nothing. All right, so what are we listening to, guys and and gal, guy and gal?
1: So for this week, I'm going to recommend uh, the Mindset and Motivation podcast. Uh, I didn't know about this one before, but I saw it posted somewhere on uh, one of the social medias that we're on and I decided to give it a try. I like the the title of the episode. was catchy, and it's called uh, You're Lucky. No, oh, You're Not Lucky. Excuse me. Sorry. It's episode 559, You're Not Lucky. And uh, the episode is described. It says, do you believe in luck? Do you believe that some people are luckier than others? Well, I'm going to talk to you about the subject of luck in today's episode, and you'll tell why you should worry about skill more than luck, because luck might not even be real. Now, listen to the episode. I thought the uh, the gentleman had some good points, but at the same point, I was kind of arguing with him and yelling at him a little bit. So if you are one of those kind of people that – believe in the idea of luck or if you have no luck or whatever the saying is for that, you know, give this a try and give it a listen and see what he says about the fact that luck may not ever exist.
2: I'll give this a listen, take you up on your recommendation.
1: Yeah, Give it a shot. <laughs> um
2: My recommendation is a new entire podcast that is uh only as we're recording this, I think 13 or 14 episodes old. So relatively new. Uh, And this comes from two of my favorite YouTubers that are DIYers and makers. And those of you who are listening may have heard of them. They are Evan and Caitlin. Their channel is Evan and Caitlin. They are a young husband and wife from Texas. And their YouTube channel is all about making and DIY and a lot of cool stuff. 3D printing, resin, all all this stuff that that I want to get into and kind of escape doing this sort of thing. But they have a podcast. Evan and Caitlin, the podcast, and this is a podcast about YouTube stuff, making stuff and life. Uh, It will make sense once you start listening, hopefully, and they have new episodes every Monday. I really enjoy their YouTube videos and I didn't jump on the podcast right away, but I got to a low point in uh, how many episodes I had available, which was none. Stacy is like, what? How what does that look like? (laughs) So no I was like, All right, let me, let me check out their podcast. So they actually stream their podcast on YouTube when they record it. And uh, they're also getting into streaming on Twitch. So they're also recording some of their episodes while they're playing video games. So they're just uh, a fun couple and uh, I really like their content and their personalities. So if you're familiar with their YouTube stuff, or even if you're not definitely check out Evan and Caitlin's podcast which you can find at evanandkatelyn.com slash podcast.
0: Awesome. And my suggestion, um, Chris often jokes that there's a podcast for anything, including duct tape. And uh, my podcast isn't about duct tape, but it's about something that I've been into for probably six years, Um, took a really long break in between those six years and now, But um, I'm recently getting back into essential oils and kind of um, like using holistic alternatives to common ailments. And so um, the podcast I'm going to recommend is Essential Oil Solutions with doTERRA. Um, What's really nice about the podcast is they talk about different ways to use various essential oils. Um, They have a really nice show notes section they do a really great job um with their show notes it's it's basically the transcript transcript written out um for you and then they have like a little worksheet for you guys um for listeners to keep notes and kind of keep track of you know how they might use some of the oils that they have or or whatever so right now i'm sitting and every sunday for the past few weeks i've been sitting and um like just kind of diffusing some essential oils so that's what's going on right now and I really find the podcast to be very helpful. I actually take sketch notes while I'm listening. So that's another thing that's making it very um, one of the things I like to do in my downtime.
2: That's a, this has to be my favorite part of our show is when we recommend our listening and the, the things that we enjoy.
0: Yeah, this was kind of out of left field for me anyway. I don't know.
2: No, it's good stuff. And it actually fits in. I, I don't know, at least for me, Evan and Caitlin wouldn't be the one podcast that I would listen to if I could only listen to one podcast. So that's right, folks. Classic Chris transition. Again, (laughs) our 50th episode is coming up next episode, and we want you to be part of the show. So we want to know if you could only listen to one podcast for the rest of your life. What is that podcast? What is it about? Where can we find it? Why is this that podcast for you? Let us know who you are, what you do in education, and how people can connect with you. And you can get that to us by going to podcastpd.com slash feedback. Also, uh, if you want to promote your educational podcast here on our show with like a 30-second commercial or anything like that, you can go to podcastpd.com slash promote your podcast, complete the form, and we would love to, again, play some audio and promote your educational podcast here on our educational podcast because we like educational podcasts.
0: And on that note, I think we are going to call it an episode. So say goodbye, Christopher.
2: Goodbye, Christopher. Say goodbye, AJ. Goodbye,
1: AJ.
0: Goodbye, Podcast PD.
2: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Podcast PD. For links to all the resources mentioned in this and every episode, please visit our website. PodcastPD.com.
1: You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at AJBianco. And I also blog at ajbianco.me.
2: You can connect with me on Twitter. I am Mr. Nessie. And I would love it if you also checked out the House of EdTech podcast over on chrisnessy.com
0: You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at irontech and I blog at irontech.me connect with podcast pd on twitter and instagram at podcast pd we'd also love to have you as a member of our facebook community go to podcastpd.com forward slash facebook to join
1: you can help us reach more educators like you by telling someone else about the podcast so share us with a colleague and if you do it on social media please make sure to tag us
0: Podcast PD is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. For more podcasts, visit edupodcastnetwork.com.